So, a certain American rapper known as Lil Loaded has passed on very recently, as of the time of this recording. And it's not because of, you know, certain unclear circumstances. The circumstances are quite clear. He committed suicide after he found out that his girlfriend cheated on him with a close friend. And the minute I kind of saw this, I did ask myself, if you no longer care about your life to the point that you decide to off yourself, why exactly are you posting up on Instagram stories? My bigger question is, how dumb can you actually be? Like, I get it, you were cheated on, and it's a very heartbreaking situation, and it can make you feel all sorts of shit for yourself. But especially considering that, you know, sometimes people do get to blame themselves, mental situations, and so on, I'm still left to wonder why it is that somebody would conceive the idea that the best way to handle a situation like finding out that your girlfriend's cheated on you, even though it's with your best friend or something of that sort, is to off yourself. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm the one that loves life a little bit too much, but I personally think that that's one of the dumbest things ever. Because when you actually try thinking about it very closely and put a little bit of critical thinking, not even that much, just a little bit, you would realize that if your girlfriend was cheating on you with a close friend of yours and you off yourself, you've pretty much given them the allowance to continue doing it without you as an obstacle. Like, there's no one that they have to hide it from. Like, at what point is that good for you, even though you're dead? Like, you're dead now, you know, you're cold in the ground, six feet under and everything. And while people are supposedly supposed to mourn you, this same babe that will be mourning your loss and feeling bad for herself will be crying on the shoulders of the same man that she cheated on you with. So, in other words... Once she moans on that shoulder, she'll end up riding on the dick and then, you know, now they can do it even better now that you're gone. Like, it has zero benefits to it. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I think that it is probably one of the dumbest things that a guy can do. And if you ever find yourself in a position where you actually think that that would work and you're actually about to do it, I would advise you to do one very simple thing. It's called the meditation of death. And I know it sounds very morbid. It's not that bad. And, you know, especially since it has meditation right next to it, it probably sounds like something fairly woke. So some of you can actually do it. Now, a friend of mine was telling me about it and it was this whole thing where it's like, you think about what would happen if you died right now, like if you die, when you die, what happens, how people will move on, how you think people will take it. Like, it's a very morbid thing to do, but it kind of gives you a very interesting outlook on life. And I think if somebody like Lil Loaded probably did that, he'd have probably not unloaded himself and he'd have had probably a little bit of sense. All puns intended. And once he'd have done that, he'd have probably gone and released a couple of bangers because, you know, that's what people usually do after heartbreak. You know, they go, they release diss tracks, they start beefs. You know, they go and they make music and, you know, they profit from such shit. Not go and off themselves. Like, it's a bigger L to off yourself because somebody's cheating on you. And I'm not just saying that for the sake of toxic masculinity. Because even to make matters worse, it's not like babes do it. I have never... In my life, never in my 24, close to 25 years of existence, ever heard a woman actually find out that the man was cheating on her and go and commit suicide. I have never heard of such a thing. So there's nothing toxic masculinity about this. 
I'm just simply telling you as a fellow human being that it is not worth it. And even though she was the love of your life, there is definitely more love out there. But anyways, out of all this morbid shit, we do have a podcast to discuss. So, in typical fashion... Welcome to Break Time on Westside, your number one Break Time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who likes his women the same exact way he likes his yogurt. He is a man who once thought that Bukaki is a Korean form of martial arts. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show, where I get to make a couple of interesting statements. Sometimes I stand with the women, but mostly I stand on the side of the men, so that I can explain to you not all men are toxic and some of us do actually have feelings so if you do want to find out how we feel about some of these things if you feel like you know we should probably expand on how men feel on certain topics matters love sex and relationships kind of the same way i like to talk about them make sure you hit me up on at breaktime on westside on ig on facebook it is also at breaktime on westside and on twitter you can slide into my personal dms at bagaka the d is the handle to reach me on and you know you can just message me send me whatever topics that you'd want me to discuss you can also ask me how i feel about certain things and i'd love to talk about it on the podcast you know stuff like that compliments are also allowed and accepted and you know money donations you know i wouldn't mind giving you my paypal here and there but you know you gotta holler at me first but anyways we should probably move it on and before i get to our main topic of today i need to start by something that a fan asked me to discuss now the fan reached out to me and she was like hey denver i have a friend who's really obsessed with your podcast and she sent me to ask you if you can do a topic on whether sex is really a determinant for a relationship and to answer your question well yes yes it is Thank you so much for coming to my TED Talk and I will see you after I'm done with the main topic. So, moving on. Alright, I'm joking. I'm joking. But if you do feel like you want to highlight at me, you don't need to send somebody else, you know. I'm I'm reachable directly at Breaktime on Westside on IG and, you know, at BagakaTheD on Twitter. I usually check those ones the most. Facebook as well. So, she can hit me up from there. Just saying. But anyways, that being said, let us look into this very interesting lady's question is sex really a determinant for a relationship to be honest it depends on who you ask because in a sense you could say that for some people it can be for others it definitely is and for some they don't think it is while for others it isn't because well if you were to ask say a prostitute she'd say that no it's not a determinant for a relationship probably because she wants business from your boyfriend now if you ask a priest he'll probably tell you no make sure you get married first before you do it and when you do it make sure you don't use protection probably because he's looking forward to you guys actually having a kid that kid growing up to be like i don't know seven nine years old and then you know taking him and molesting him but to be very honest like to be completely honest about this you can't really look towards other people to actually kind of tell you whether it's a determinant or not a determinant for your personal relationship because different people have different outlooks on this and you know just like i said in the beginning it's gonna depend on who you ask so ideally it's something that you'd have to go and discuss with the person that you're getting into a relationship with because for some people sex is a huge determinant like take for example there's a lot of people that look at sexual compatibility as a huge thing like not even just for like marriage or a long-term partnership even just dating 
this is somebody that wants a partner that they're gonna be banging and they want to make sure that it's somebody that they can not only enjoy banging but can bang in the first place so if you're saying that you know what i want us to have a relationship but you know i don't want us to have sex before we get in or you know i don't want us to be having sex in the relationship it might put them a little bit off because they like to have sex and they probably are thinking about it in the sense that i don't want to cheat on my babe so i might as well get somebody that i'm gonna enjoy fucking so if i don't manage to get someone that i enjoy fucking it's gonna make it easier for me to cheat because let's not lie to ourselves people out in these streets are gonna be straight up and they're gonna ask this person yo does your shorty does your nigga give it to you as good if they say yes or no it won't really matter to them because they're just gonna offer to do it better and the thing is they might be able to or they might not be but either way if they manage to do it then your partner's cheated on you and we don't want that so to answer your question is it really a determinant in a relationship well not really like it shouldn't be the main determinant about whether you can get into a relationship or not but it not being a main determinant doesn't mean that it can't be a deal breaker because while some people are okay with not having that much sex or not having sex at all there's a lot of people that do want to have that sex and there's a lot of people that not only just want to have sex but good sex so if you come through and you're like no 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 then it will be a deal breaker for them and they will step out so just to keep yourself on the safe side of things instead of jumping in and hoping that this person will kind of soften towards the issue find out earlier on if they're okay with it see if they're willing to compromise if they you know want to have a lot more sex or they want to have you know no sex and yet you want to have a lot of sex and then come to some form of an agreement before you get into that relationship because honestly if you use this whole i like him and we can make it work type shit that people usually say before they get into a relationship well be prepared for clowning and at some point you guys will probably end up fighting about this same shit over and over again simply because you did not agree on things earlier on so it's better to find out from the person that you want to get into a relationship with whether sex is a big thing for them a moderate thing for them or nothing at all or even just a small one and kind of figure out whether you're willing to go into it and possibly compromise or you'll just have to let the whole thing go and not approach it in the first place not unless if you're into relationship drama that comes about from communication issues and trust me that shit breeds a lot of other issues besides just the typical communication issues but anyways that being said i hope i have answered your question feel free to tell me you know if you feel satisfied with the answer or you want me to dive into it a little bit more uh on the dms and i will be ready to come back to it at any given time so moving things on now i was on quora not too long ago and i stumbled upon this very interesting i don't know if i can call it an article of sorts that was posted up by somebody known as obafemi gerald on quora and he was talking about the whole idea of relationship and being in love with a married person yet you're not you know i.e being a side piece and you know it was it was a very interesting article it was it was kind of just to promote his ebook and whatever online material he has on this but i found it to be particularly interesting so i'm gonna read most of it for you then i can kind of break down something that i found particularly interesting so he starts with i have seen this topic in many forums being discussed heatedly the scenario is thus somebody is in love with a married man or woman the married person is also in love with our man or woman but does not want to give away the marriage what should be done and he goes on to say 
those who fall in love with a married person get trapped. That is the trap of dishonesty. Such relationships will never be happy. The married person is having dual commitments and is hiding his or her love from his or her spouse. What use is that marriage? Even if the married person wants to have dual commitments, he or she should make it very clear to the spouse. There should be no hide and seek. Once you tell your spouse, your spouse has to decide about whether the relationship should continue or marriage be broken. Do not be surprised if the spouse in the other relationship decides to continue for the love of his or her partner. As far as the unmarried lover is concerned, he or she should stop seeing the lover unless the married end is sorted out fully. Otherwise, you will again have the guilt of cheating. Such relationships are heartbreaking and need tremendous understanding. Me and my own, that is the principle of life for most of us. It is not uncommon in earlier days, but today the whole idea seems difficult to imagine. Love and relationship are not easy to live with. Our emotions and feelings can bring us pain at any time. Now, this was a very interesting article that I had read. You know, I found it particularly interesting because, you know, it talks about cheating extensively with a married person, you know, something that I have zero experience in, but it did kind of make me look at the whole concept of cheating and how people kind of look at cheating as this one general thing. And honestly, I feel as though it's quite wrong for people to look at it that way. Uh, as you know, the rappers usually like to say, there's levels to this shit, you know? So you would probably like to look at cheating in a little bit more than just cheating. That way it makes it easier to understand why somebody is doing it, why other people are okay with doing it and why for others, an open relationship or even swinging or doing group sex doesn't exactly solve the problem for them. Because most people usually say, oh, you know, why cheat? Why not just go and be in an open relationship or, you know, become swingers or do group sex or, you know, just have some allowance to go and cheat. And the thing is, most people look at cheating as you just going to go and bang someone else for the fun of it or you just, you know, taking your body parts and getting some form of pleasurable satisfaction there. And to be honest, that's a very one sided way to look at it. Like at the very least, there's two types of cheating emotional and physical cheating. Most people like to look at the physical side but ignore the problems that come with the emotional side. Now, personally, I don't endorse cheating, regardless of whether it's physical or emotional because I don't think you can ever really be happy with someone else when they're cheating on their partner with you. Like, that one I can probably say from a little bit of experience because when you're banging somebody who's already with someone else, Yes, you're enjoying the sex and, you know, probably you are enjoying the sex. Let's assume that you are and, you know, it could even be a sponsor type situation that's going on at the moment. But at the end of the day, this person is still going back to their partner. Like, they're getting done with you and they're still going back to their partner. So yes, you might be getting the best sides of them, but you're not getting all of it. Like, you're literally just getting a piece. And if you're somebody that's there for just the physical side of cheating, then probably it's not that bad for you. But at the end of the day, if somebody comes in and asks you what it is that you're doing, you know, how's your love life going? It's not like you'll be so open to bragging about, you know, banging someone else's wife. Like you can brag about it with maybe one or two people, but for the most part, people will probably look at you as a sleazeball or even though they don't look at you as a sleazeball, it's not something that you can talk about for very long. Because at some point you will still be asked, how come you haven't gotten your own babe? Like, why don't you get your own person? And 
that's something that you should probably think about because if you're already banging someone else's person then maybe the other question that you should be asking yourself is why you haven't gotten somebody to be with and you know that person that you're already banging hasn't chosen to be with you and leave that current person so either way you're not exactly at a win then you look at the people that go through emotional cheating like you all just started out banging and then you know it turned into something else or you guys started banging because you guys were you know getting a little too close and it turned into something else and those are the people that usually tend to do it the worst because in a sense if you are looking at somebody and you can clearly see that they are not cheating on a physical level they're cheating on an emotional level then at that point there is a house that is on fire and instead of throwing water to try and save the situation you are pouring more petrol to that entire fire and at that point you have to start asking yourself if you yourself are turning into a part of the problem with that relationship because I can get physical cheating like there's people that will do it on a casual level like there's people that are just going out to bang and they are cheating simply because either they're not getting good sex when they're with their partner or they just like having sex with people on a casual level think of it like having drinks or you know going and smoking weed with people and to the person that's being used to cheat aka the cheatee in this situation I wouldn't necessarily blame them because for them they're simply a symptom of a bigger issue and not necessarily a part of the problem as a whole. Now when you look at the people that are in the emotional cheating situation then they are a part of the problem because if this person is finding solace in you then they're probably not having much love with their partner now they can sort that out a number of different ways so take for example they can go for marriage counseling if they're married you know they can just do general relationship counseling they can go for therapy there's probably something that they're not getting past with their partner and this person is possibly finding it in you or with you and it's something that they should probably sort out in their marriage or relationship but instead of helping them sort it out all you're doing is providing the comfortable cushion and you know comfortable dick or vagina that this person is using as a fix for their unresolved issues and the thing is that's not you you're not supposed to be the solution to her or his problem their issues are supposed to be sorted out between the both of them if you're going to bring somebody else bring an arbitrator or a therapist or some shit but it's not supposed to be you it's pretty much like calling yourself a therapist and instead of trying to help the person get off the drugs you're solving the drugs by giving them other drugs so like say if they're trying to get off of weed you're giving them molly you're not exactly helping them you're probably even making the situation a hell of a lot worse so in a sense maybe you do need to evaluate how this cheating is like you can hear a cheating story but the question is is it physical or is it emotional because the failure to understand that each of them is handled differently and has different causes and different solutions you will end up recycling a problem over and over again because you are unable to find the actual solution so in conclusion let me just say it like this cheating is kind of like cheese most people think that it's just one big thing but in reality there's different forms of it and if you don't pay attention to it you might just end up using cheddar cheese for lasagna and using cottage cheese on parmesan chicken so if you don't know what you're dealing with then you're probably going to continue making the same bad moves giving you bad and bad and bad results so you should probably pay a little bit more attention to them but 
that being said i want to know your thoughts on this the dms are open at break time on west side on ig is the place to go on facebook it is also at break time on west side and on twitter you can slide into my personal dms at bagaka the d i want to know your thoughts on this entire topic or even just the cheese because i barely know shit about that thank you so much for listening all the way till the end if you are listening on Castbox, feel free to drop your thoughts in comments below and i will attend to them accordingly and i will catch you guys on the next break take care